Hey there, Elf fans. Angela Bowen here, the host of many 80s show podcasts from Punky Brewster to Elf to Full House to Mr. Belvedere, Small Wonder, Growing Pains, Silver Spoons. Yeah. You guys, I'm having fun with these podcasts. I love doing this. I love taking walks down memory lane. I love, like, with Silver Spoons, you know, watching episodes and not knowing what to expect. And I'm sure you've, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know that I hit a couple Elf Christmas episodes. There's two of them. One was a TV special from season two. And also the Thanksgiving Turkey in the Straw parts one and two. Well, if you've been on the internet, just in the last week, you may have heard that Max Wright, who portrayed Willie Tanner, the father of the Tanner family, recently passed away. And what's sad is he passed away after battling cancer. And if you guys have listened to the podcast, you know that my father recently passed away from cancer. And it's sad that, you know, cancer is everywhere we look. And it's just... It's a, it's a sad, sad thing. And I just thought, I loved the show growing up. I still love it. Elf is just this adorable, funny, kooky, crazy alien. And I wanted to do something, you know, in honor of, you know, Max Wright and just my love of the show. One of my favorite episodes that I love to watch. It's actually from the final season, season four. It's season four, episode nine, entitled Live and Let Die which aired on November 13th, 1989. When the Tanner's cat Lucky dies, Elf decides to answer a giveaway ad. It, it's a classified. You know how in the classifieds, they always, everyone was always giving away free kittens. Well, Elf decides to answer a class. I'm not calling it a giveaway ad, because in, in the paper, for kittens, so that he, of course, guys, you know that Elf likes to eat cats. Only to find out that he likes having them as pets. And he calls it, oh, it's a curse. I'm, it's, he's like, oh, I, Elf, Gordon Shumway, am a cat lover. He's like, (laughs) because on Melman, of course, that was like their main course all the time was cats. Now, I don't know if he actually ever ate a cat in any time that he was off screen living with the Tanners. This episode has a 7.8 out of 10 rating based on 131 ratings. This episode was t- directed by Tony. Oh boy. C S I K I. Tom Patchett, the creator. Paul Fusco, the creator. And s- this episode was written by Steve. Papoon. I probably butchered that name. But it looks like Papoon. P-E-P-O-O-N. We got some connections. The Wizard of Oz. Elf says, pay no attention to the moving box. The great and powerful elf has spoken. And Flipper. Elf wants to call the kitten Flipper. Live and Let Die. Title reference. That's a movie from 1973. It's a James Bond movie. Interesting. Also, Live and Let Die is a song by Paul McCartney. I think I've heard that song. Crazy credits. At the end of the closing credits of, ep- of episode, Elf is heard laughing. 
All right, so we don't have any real trivia other than that. We don't have any any reviews. This is just a cute, adorable episode because there's kittens in it, and I, lo- I am a cat lover through and through. And just, I love how these kittens, like, they look really, like, sleepy and partially lethargic. But it's just so adorable how he Elf talks to them. It's like, ugh. He's, like, trying to eat him. And, like, you're not even going to put up a fight? You're not even going to put up a fuss? What good are you then? (laughs) All right, let's get into this episode. The thing I love about the episode menus, just the DVD menu in general, is just Elf is coming on. It's like he's hosting an infomercial for some of his stuff. And he had this big old brick cell phone. That's, like, the F-1000, which... 1000 is it stands for how much the thing costs. I actually do have some elf trading cards that I did get through shop. You and it's amazing how much stuff you find through shop Goodwill. I got um on my birthday, was it last year or the year before? It might have been the year before. I had gotten um I've been hunting for a very long time for the Punky Brewster doll. Like really mint good condition and I found it. And I won it on my birthday, which was awesome. She's sitting on a box, in her box, up against the wall. So that way, you know, my rabbit won't be chewing on the box when he hops around. So the episode opens with a cold open. It's morning time. Kate is in the kitchen. Elf, of course, put a tray of eggs in the microwave. It's been how many years he's lived with this family? He doesn't know. Not to mention, she's pulling out one of those cupcake trays. Like, that is metal. That will break your microwave. I gotta say, I mean, I thought that Ann Sheedon's hair was always kind of short. But in the last season, it just looks really not great. But at this point, I think they do have baby Eric. Why did they add a kid? Is this the same trope they always follow with... I mean, Meredith Baxter, and the, she was pregnant on Family Ties, so that's why they had to add a fourth kid. I don't think that was the same situation for Growing Pains, which if you think about it, Growing Pains followed suit to a T almost with Family Ties. But also, it's just like, I don't get it. Was Anne Sheedan... Was she, did she have kids? I'm going to look this up. I'm going to look this up. For many years, Anne Sheedon would not disclose her age. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is this post quote. Ten years after her show Elf in 1986 ended, she says, It was the hardest job that I ever had and will probably ever have. Believe me, there was no joy on set. On the set. It was a technical nightmare. Extremely slow, hot, and tedious. If you had a scene with Elf, it took centuries. A 30-minute show took 20 to 25 hours to shoot. Some of the actors in the cast had difficult... <coughs> excuse me. Difficult personalities. The whole thing was a big, dysfunctional family. Oh, boy. You know, I heard that it was not a dream to work on this set. So, it said she has a spouse and she has a kid. So, whether or not she got pregnant around the time of the show, I have no idea. But, I guess we'll just say that. Okay, no, actually, it's not a metal cupcake tray. It's just, it's the, um, 
the egg carton, and she says, I can't believe you exploded a dozen eggs in our microwave. I'm like, Kate, at this point, he's been with you for, what, three years now? Are you surprised by, why are you even surprised by anything he does? And Elf's response to this is, don't worry, I'll look it clean, just like I always do. I'm just like, ugh. Well, that's a scary thought. Ugh. I'm like, Elf, don't touch the microwave from now on. Please don't. Now I'm going to disinfect it. In fact, I'm going to buy a new microwave, throw this one out, and you will never touch the new microwave. In fact, I don't want you touching anything in the kitchen or anything else in the house. So I'm going to play this clip. Willie comes in. He's got bad news. Unfortunately, Lucky passed away. And the thing that strikes me is this. He says, apparently he was older than the vet said he was. So they didn't get Lucky as a kitten, apparently. They got him probably from the, the vet or an animal shelter. Probably they got him from an animal shelter. Or could Lucky have been a stray cat that came onto their property and they fed and he just and Brian fell in love with this cat because if you think about it the cat even though Lucky is a family cat the cat mainly belongs to Brian in my eyes because in season one when the family thinks that Elf ate Lucky Brian's up saying you killed my best friend so yeah I have some very bad news what what is it I, I found the cat outside by the fence. He's dead. Lucky? Oh, no. So what's the bad news? <laughs> that was the bad news. Thank you for your concern. Well, honey, what, what happened? Well, he must have died in his sleep. Apparently, he was a lot older than the vet said he was. Mm -hmm. I, I wrapped him in a towel and put him in the garage. Poor Lucky. The Luckmeister is dead. This is indeed a very dark day oh, for anyone who knew him or chased him. <laughs> is the crock pot still under the sink? So the way that Willie delivers this news, he's like, oh, I found a cat out by the... A, he says, a cat. I found a cat out by the fence in the backyard. And it's dead. And Kate's like, oh no, is it, is it Lucky? And it's like, yeah, apparently he's older than the vet said he was. What? I thought one of the ways to check a cat's age was you check, like, its teeth. I know how old Quinn is because I got her when she was, like, five weeks old. So, and my sister told me her correct birthday. Originally, it was June 20th, but then I'm going to celebrate Quinn's first birthday, and my sister's like, oh, actually, she was born on June 26th. So, like, almost a week, <laughs> almost a week difference. And it's not like what Lucky wasn't well cared for. He was an in-and-outside cat. So, Elf's version of sympathy is like, oh, do you have the crockpot handy? It was Willie went and wrapped Lucky in a towel, put him in the garage, you know, so they can uh, get ready to bury him and everything like that. And it's just, I was like, oh, the Luckmeister's dead. This is a sad day for anyone that liked him or chased him or, or tried to eat him. Like, I'm like, Elf, you don't really give a shit about Lucky. You just want to eat him. And now that he's dead, yeah. Oh, um, in the theme song, I see Elf just hanging out in a bathtub with no water. 
He's got... Wow, he's got a lot of food there. One looks like maybe yogurt, and then there's also... It's a brand called Kettle Chips, which I've had that. They're pretty... There's this um kind that I cannot find anywhere anymore. It was ba maple bacon. And it was so... Those chips were the best. So, so good. I started off eating them as a small bag, but then I went to this one place that had a decent-sized bag, and it's just... It's so hard to find them. And I don't even think they exist here anymore. The, I mean, the brand of other varieties does, but not the maple bacon. So we come out of the intro, and we do have this sad... Um hymnal type music just to know you know lucky has passed away and everything so of course they're gonna have a funeral for him in the backyard so i know the tanners go to church because i've heard in an episode that they mentioned about like going to church or coming back from church and lynn is just praying like hey i hope that lucky is happy please take care of him tell him we love him and at this point in the show in season four they do have elf wearing clothes like shirts I don't know if that's just they're trying to humanize him more or whether people complain like hey we don't want this furry naked alien running around it's not like his junk is hanging out or anything you can't even see it so what was the problem he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt everyone else is like dressed in like either dark colors or funeral wear or something they'd wear to church so I'm gonna play this clip Please take good care of Lucky and let him be happy. Tell him we miss him. Amen. Lynn, that was indeed beautiful. I'm reminded of a prayer he used to recite every night before bed. And if I die before I wake, chicken fry me like a steak. Alf. Hey, they were his words. <clears throat> Life is eternal, and uh, love is immortal, and death is but a horizon. <gasps> what we return to the earth, we receive back tenfold. Mm -hmm. Tragic. A tragic waste. Wouldn't you like to say something, Bri? No. Honey, it might make you feel better if you say goodbye to him. Bye. Oh. Whoa! Honey, what a load off! <laughs> Brian, uh, it's okay if you don't want to say anything. You don't have to. <laughs> There's nothing I want to say. Come on, Bri, let's go inside. Funeral poopers! <laughs> Don't you have any respect for people's feelings? Well, excuse me, but where I'm from, this is ludicrous. It's like having a funeral for a hamburger. <laughs> Why don't you just uh, go inside with them? Why? I thought I'd help you bury the little no. patty melt. <laughs> chance. I'm going to bury him in an undisclosed place. Why don't you just cremate well, can him? Can I at least put something in there with him? Oh. oh. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Just hurry up. This was Lucky's favorite toy. 
He loved the sound the little metal bell made. He wasn't exactly the deepest cat in the world. Show that Lucky will treasure this. This would go well with a full-body Chianti. So, Lynn says, you know, her goodbyes to Lucky. Willie kind of comes up and speaks for everybody. And Elf, of course, is like, (laughs) into a handkerchief. And I'm like, Elf, come on. He's not taking it seriously, would you? Of course, he's like, this is stupid. Where I'm from, we eat cats. And this would be like having a funeral for a hamburger. And Kate's like, you know, Brian, you haven't really said anything. Would you like to say goodbye to Lucky? And he's like, no. She's like, well, it might make you feel better. And he's like, nah, I don't want to. So, um, Lynn just takes Brian inside. The kid does not look that broken up at all. But then again, everyone deals with grief and death in their own way when it comes to pets. And, of course... After the funeral, Willie's like, Elf, you need to go inside. And he's like, well, I thought I'd help you bury the Lucky. And uh, Willie's like, uh, no, you're you're not. I'm burying him in an undisclosed place. Elf, like, oh, can I put this little uh, bell toy in with the box? And you immediately probably pick up, like, okay, he put that in there. There's metal in there. There's a reason he put it in there. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, Willie, why didn't you just cremate Lucky? What's Elf going to do with ashes? Nothing. You can't eat them. I mean, I did that with with my rabbit and guinea pig, Elfie and Toby. And, you know, I plan to do the same thing for Quinny and for London and for little Liesel the hamster. Well, her name is Liesel, but I call her Little Liesel. Because it's got a nice ring to it. And she's small. She's a hamster. But yeah, it's just... I have Elfie and Toby's urns up on this book on this bookshelf here. And the really nice ceramic ones that have their picture. And then it has also the year they were born and the year they passed. It's really, really beautiful. But then again, not everyone may want to cremate their pets. Maybe, you know, they would rather, like, have them buried in the ground and everything like that. I mean, at my dad's house, we have pets there that were actually put in the ground. Even Nicole, I think, had um one of her dogs buried there. So it's just pretty much everyone's preference on how they want to do this. I've never actually had a, a funeral for a pet. I did make a memorial video of my rabbit, Elfie, with the song um, by Josh Groban, For Always, which is a beautiful song. And it's just all of El- all the pictures I took of Alfie at every stage and moment in his life, little videos and everything. It's just so sweet and so beautiful. You know, my rabbit Alfie lived to be eight and a half years old. And towards the end, it- you could know that he was slowing down because he really wasn't drinking much water. I had taken him in to do blood work. And it's sad as the fact that he passed away the day before when he right after he passed 
the day after that, the blood work came back and said that um, his kidneys were failing, his white blood cell count or his white cell count and whatever was low. So he was really slowing down, but he lived to a good old age. And Toby, my guinea pig, lived to be, let's see, he lived to be five and a half, which is a pretty good age for a guinea pig. I have London who turned three back in March and Liesl is six months old. Quinn just turned six, six years old, so. Of course, we cut to the backyard. It's nighttime. We see Elf with a metal detector. That's why he put that little metal cat toy in there so he could find Lucky's body. He's still wearing that Hawaiian shirt and Willie comes out. He's like, I know what you're up to because Elf's like, oh, I'm looking for quarters. And I think Willie took that little cat toy out. He's like, yeah, hindquarters. Like, Elf, you can't fool Willie. You've been with him for three years. He knows how obsessed you are with cats. So Elf, of course, explains. It's like, it's just what I do. It's what my people do on Melmac. We eat cats. It's almost like he's saying... It would be like trying to turn a tiger into a vegetarian and just have them eat salad instead of, you know, red meat. Okay, so they do go to church because she says, hurry, Brian, eat your food. We're going to be late for church. Wow, they have a bunch of can empty cantaloupe rinds. Is that their breakfast? Now Alf is wearing a button-up shirt that looks like it belongs to Willie. This doesn't... When did they start doing this with the clothes? Season 3? I just think it's dumb. What? He's not getting anything out of it. We're not getting anything out of it, really. It's not like he has, you know, a chest to hide. You know, to put clothes over. I mean, I don't get it. I'm, I'm gonna see... There's gotta be an article out there somewhere about why they started... Putting shirts on Elf. And it's one thing to dress him up in like a dress and everything like that. And like a trench coat. But to just full on have him wearing like a sweatshirt with cut off sleeves. Or a button up shirt. Or a Hawaiian shirt. Actually that's not the first funeral they had in the backyard. They had a funeral for Elf's dead aunts. Because Elf or Willie had gotten him a um... An ant farm, and that's when Elf, I guess, had moved up to the attic temporarily because uh, somebody was living inside the house with the tanners. And Elf had put the ant farm right near the window, and it had been sunny. The sunlight had come in and basically just fried all those ants. They're all dead. So they're having a funeral, and Elf is, like, naming every single ant, which is, like, about close to 50 names. He only gets... Through maybe 20 of them before they kind of cut them off like, okay, okay, Elf, that's enough. Okay, um, I'm gonna play this clip. Willie's advice is really not... It's, it's inappropriate is what it is. Because Brian's just sad. He's not really eating his dinner or his breakfast. And the family is just like, I... I know that you're sad, son. This is hard. Any type of death like this is gonna be difficult. But Willie says, the best way to get over it is to go out and buy a brand new pet or to go out and get another pet. Who, in what logic, is that even appropriate? He's in the great- it just happened yesterday. 
Give him time to grieve. You know, Brian, we all love Lucky. Uh, and we all miss him, but he's gone now. And sometimes the best way to get over the loss of a pet is just go right out and get yourself another one. <laughs> Same as losing a wife. <laughs> the want ads here are full of people who, who are giving away all sorts of pets. The want ads here are full of people who, who are giving away all sorts of pets. Would that include cats? Nature's perfect food? <laughs> We're not getting a cat. Uh, if anything, we'll get a dog. A dog? Oh, like I need the competition for table scraps. <laughs> I don't want a dog. Me either. Not enough gristle. Breakfast <laughs> is over. We all need some air. Come on, Brian. See you after church, Al. Yeah. Put a good word in for me. Not that I need it. Don't do any more treasure hunting. How oh, can I? It's not like Lucky had any silver fillings in his teeth. <laughs> Did he? Goodbye, Alf. So Alf comments like, oh, would there be, you know, free cats in those ads? And Willie's like, eh, we're not gonna get a cat. If we do get anything, it's gonna be a dog. And Brian's like, I don't want a dog. He he doesn't want any pet right now. It's like, let him have time to grieve the loss of his pet before you throw another cat in his face. Like, here you go. <laughs> Where's the baby? I know they got the baby. Where did the baby go? So the family heads out for church and Elf grabs the want at, or the uh, classifieds, free to good home. I remember perusing the classifieds for pet ads just to see what there is. Um, my town had the buyer's guide, which was kind of like um, just a little newspaper that came out on Saturdays with ads for, like, stuff. Usually, I think that might have been how, or maybe we were just driving along and we saw this, uh, you know, puppies. They weren't free puppies. I think they cost like 25 or $35 because they were like a mix between a lab and a German Shepherd. It seems like with the, with the kittens I would have over time, it'd always be free kittens. There'd always be a sign by the road. So we go to commercial. We come back to a shot of the exterior house. Now we're inside. Elf is at the dining room table. He's got this humongous, like three-foot hoagie, and he's holding a kitten and saying, hey, do you got any last words? If not, then I will see you in a few days, because Elf's got a bunch of stomachs that the kitten would have to pass through. Oh, he's also got condiments up there. He's got mustard, he's got other stuff. So, any last meows? Huh? <laughs> no? <laughs> then I'll see you in a few days. <laughs> kind of small, aren't you? Well, at least you won't claw so much going down. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Oh, no. Oh. What's wrong with me? Maybe you have an ugly brother or sister in that box. How many kids are there? Oh, my God! Elves! <laughs> There's yeah. like six of them in no, there. No, you're oh, ugly enough to eat. <laughs> oh no. What cats? <laughs> Elf 
Fluff is about to put one of those kittens down. It's the Fluffy all There's the baby right there. Kate's holding the baby. Anyway. And he's like, ugh. And he laughs meows. And he turns the kitten to face the camera. You know, because the cat's like, meow. Meow. Like pitiful. Meow. Why am I here? What is this thing holding me? It's got fur. And so we get a shot of a box that's got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, and six. So there's six kittens. Two look to be maybe the the black ones. We got two that are strictly, you know, tiger striped, kind of like my cat Quinn. One who is like a very adorable resemblance to Lucky the cat. And of course... He's like, oh, maybe you have an ugly brother or sister. Let me pull another one out of the box. And he pulls out the one that looks like Lucky. This is when the family comes home. And it's like, what in the world? They see Elf with this box of kittens. Like, where did you get these kittens? As he pulls this one, he's like, oh, well, you're ugly enough to eat. This other one, this all gray, adorable, fluffy one. This cat's asleep on the table. This cat is clearly lethargic. And Alpha's like, what cats? I don't see cats, except for that one that's sleeping on the table and this one that I'm holding. That baby who plays baby Eric, it's probably, he's probably played by, tw let me see. We do get um, the girl who plays Harriet Brindle on Small Wonder makes an appearance in this episode. Um, Charles Nickerson is uncredited. He plays baby Eric. Really, it's not, the baby's not played by twins? And it says that the baby was in 16 episodes from 89 to 1990, all in season 4. The pictures on IMDb, this baby just looks very docile. But this baby is such a smiley, googly, giggly baby. In the show, and well, in this episode, like ah, da, da, da. and Kate dressed him up in like a little sailor outfit. Where did you get these? Um, they came for Lucky's funeral. They brought casseroles. What was I gonna do? Turn them away? <laughs> all right, all right. I called an ad in the paper. How many did you eat? None. I don't believe you, Alf. <laughs> All right, then give me a bucket and a moment to myself, and I'll show you. There'll be no eating of cats in this house. You hear me? All right. But that rule has to apply to everybody for it to mean anything. So, of course, they want to know how many kittens Elf ate. And Elf's like, no, I didn't eat any of them. And Kate's like, I don't believe you, Elf. I mean, you always say that you... You know, he's always talking about wanting to eat cats and everything. So, of course, it's like, how do we know? And Willie gets really, like, aggressive to the point where he's pinching Elf's neck. Like, you better tell me where you got these cats. And Elf's like, well, a classified ad. So, clearly, the people wanted to get rid of this box of cats, these kittens, and just drop them on his doorstep. Like, he didn't, this person didn't even, like, ring the doorbell, didn't want to meet the person, just, I don't want these kittens anymore, here you go. You'll take all of them, no questions asked? Great. So now Elf is in the garage with the first kitten that was really lethargic, and he's still looking a little dazed. It's the all gray poofy one, and Elf's like, you ready to go through with this? It's like, Elf! 
It's adorable how they timed it with this cat, like, shaking its head. Like, uh, no, I don't want to go through with this. I don't want to be anywhere near you, quite frankly. So he goes to put the kitten's head in his mouth. Like, all right, bon appetit. And then he, like, takes his mouth off the cat. It's like, hey, if you're not going to put up a struggle, who needs you? You ready to go through with this? All right. Bon appetit. Hey, hey, if you're gonna put up a struggle, who needs you? Gee! Oh. I can't do it. Cat butt. That settles it. I, Gordon Shumway, am a... Cat lover! Oh. Sorry, Ma. So, this is where Elf declares that he is a cat lover and looks to the heavens like, I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> I bet it's the fact that these are adorable little kittens and nobody, think about nobody would want to hurt a cute little kitten. How can you do that? They're so cute. The way they meow, meow. It's like, oh, your heart melts. And it breaks you. You just want to take care of them. You just want to love on them. So, without being in the garage, we hear Kate in the background like, oh, they're in here. And she brings in a guy and his daughter. His daughter is played by Emily Schulman, who you would know from the four seasons of Small Wonder. And she's got her fancy airs, like, she goes to a private school. She studies French. And her father's a mechanic. And this girl's got an idea of the kind of cat that she has in mind. And it's not any of these. These cats are average. She wants like a Himalayan, like a sassy from Homeward Bound type of cat. So I'm going to play this clip. I am so ashamed, Papa. Why can't we get a purebred Himalayan? They cost too much, honey. But how am I supposed to get attached to a cheap cat? Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. I thought sending her to French school meant, uh, France. <laughs> I understand. Uh, well, here they are. Please, uh, pick one. Oh, these are great. <laughs> oh, I like the gray one. A gray cat? Yeah. And you'll have to excuse my father. He works with his hands. <laughs> I guess we'll, uh, take the black one here. Good choice. Very good choice. There you go. Thanks for the kitten. Merci, madame. So she says, I'm so ashamed, Papa. Why can't we get a purebred Himalayan? He's like, well, honey, they cost too much money. Okay, so I looked it up, and this is by 2019 prices. Himalayan cat price range. The price of Himalayans can be divided into two types, pet-only Himalayans and Himalayans with breeding rights. The price of pet-only Himalayans range from $500 to $1,000. Despite the high price, their luxurious appearance and their lovable personality can totally make up for it. Or someone asks, how much does a Himalayan cat cost? So the price for Himalayan cats costs about $300-$450. You shouldn't buy the cat of this breed at a lower price, as this means that it can be of bad quality, even having some health problems. It is always better to buy Himalayan cat from the trustworthy breeder. Wow, that is a morbidly obese Himalayan cat. Holy moo. I mean, I know it's big and fluffy, but if you shave that cat down, it's still going to look like it weighs 20 pounds. 
Wait, what's this? Um, on average, this was 2018. On average, based on the factors above, plan on spending anywhere from 300 to as much as 1200 for a kitten younger than eight weeks old. What? Well, there you have it, everybody. And in clear Harriet fashion from Small Wonder, she's like, how am I supposed to get attached to a cheap cat? Like, oh, come on. Of course her father apologizes to Kate and he says, I thought sending her to French school in France or something to that effect. So that's why she's putting on La France airs. So Kate presents the box of kittens and she's got the gray one that Elf was about to eat. And she's holding the kitten like, look at kitty, watch one of your brothers or sisters be the one to, to leave. Say goodbye to them. And the dad is like, oh, honey, I like this gray one that she's holding. And, of course, the girl's like, <laughs> a gray cat? Gross. You'll have to excuse my father. He works with his hands. Like, um, those hands, those dirty mechanic hands are probably going to send your butt to college. Or this maybe boarding school in France. So you need to shut your mouth. And be more appreciative. See Elf, he's like, no, 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 not the great one that Kate, Kate's holding. So the father's like, we'll take this black one here. It's like, they don't hold it. They don't look at it. Kate just pulls it out of the box and says, here you go. And the cat she pulls out is a short-haired black and white cat. Which is just as nice. I mean, I think at one point I did have a black and white cat. Um, And it seems like the black cats are always the last to go when it comes to... Um, it's like, like, with the, with the superstitions and the Halloween, they gotta, you know, animal shelters gotta be careful. Some people might take a black cat and do something cruel to it because of superstitions and weird, creepy rituals around Halloween or something. I don't know. I read that somewhere on, online. And of course the girl's like, merci madame, as she leaves. These cats all look very docile. They're all very quiet. As Kate's like, au revoir. I think it's au revoir. So now that the father and daughter are gone, Elf comes out and says, well, I'm glad to see you're not giving them away to just anybody. And Kate's like, what are you doing out here, Elf? This is where Elf brings up that he is a cat lover and then proceeds to spit on Kate's feet. Well, I'm glad to see you're not giving them away to just anybody. What are you doing out here? Oh, Kate, I've discovered a horrible secret about myself. I am a cat lover. Puh! <laughs> Hold me. And what supposedly brought on this sudden change? Would you believe I've never seen a kitten before? You, you have never seen a kitten. Never. Well, I've seen bits of them in chowder. Ew. I just had no idea they were so cute whole. Nice try, Bob. Yeah. Now back away from them slowly. Okay, I promise I won't harm a hair on their fuzzy widow heads. Have I ever lied to you? Yes, several times. I meant today. So... The reason this has kind of come on is because Elf said he's never seen a kitten. 
He's seen bits of them in chowder, but he's never seen a real, live, fuzzy, adorable kitten. And of course, Kate's like, no. Back away from them slowly as she picks up the box and walks away with you are not having these cats. Not for dinner, lunch, breakfast, or anything else. And she did not even believe a word of what he said. Like, you are full of crap, Elf. So, Willie comes in. He's still got a few kittens in there. And the kittens have been going fast. I'm surprised that he didn't, like, just take the kittens back to the person who dropped them off. But then again... That person clearly just wanted to get rid of the kittens and just drop them off to the first person who called. Which one did they take? Uh, I don't want to know. Don't tell me. No, 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 don't tell me. Tell me. Stripey one. Not Tuffy. Oh, I can't stand this, Willie. Every time you give away another kitten, a part of me dies. Uh-huh. I tell you I'm a changed alien. You know, there's an old saying, Alf, the leopard cannot change his spots. Whoa, that's deep. Back up, man, you lost me. Hello? Oh, yeah, Lynn, there's one kitten left, the gray one, the, the runt. Aww. Hey, I'd like to see baby pictures of you. Well, Lynn's bringing a friend by. They're gonna pick up the last one, last cat. Oh, you can't give away the gray kitten? He's my favorite. Oh, I'll change my spots, Willie. In fact, I'll endure every bad analogy you throw my way. I can't trust you, Alf. These cats are too much of a temptation for you. <laughs> Did I ever try to eat Lucky? Yes. I meant today. <laughs> oh, goodbye, kitty. Have a nice life. I love that cat. Puh! I gotta get a handle on that. So, pretty much all but one kitten has been given to a new home. Um, and Elf's like, oh, tell me which one they gave you gave away. No, don't tell me. Okay, tell me. And Willie's like, the striped one. And Elf's like, no, not Tuffy! I'm like, Tuffy? Oof. Try harder, Elf. <laughs> there is... A call from a friend of Lynn's. There's one kitten left. It's the gray one we saw from the very beginning. And Lynn's friend named Joni is going to come and get the cat. And Elf is like, oh, every time you give a kitten away, a piece of me dies. And Willie's like, yeah, right, whatever you say, Elf. I'm not believing you. Elf, you've tried to eat Lucky on too many occasions. They're not going to believe anything you say when it comes to cats. Like, he's like... No, Elf, you can't have one. These are too, these cats are too much of a temptation for you to have around you. So we see Lynn and her friend Joni outside. And she's praising the virtues of owning a cat, which you don't kind of say that to me. I already know. Owning a cat is a great, great, wonderful, beautiful thing. She's like, another thing about owning a cat is a cat won't leave you for a cheerleader named Buffy. This girl is in love with this guy named George who's a car salesman? What does that have to do with... Was he dating a cheerleader, this man? What? I'm gonna, this girl is such a... She's a... She's a dot. She's a dum-dum. She's an... 
dare I say airhead. She's just not she's not all there. This poor girl. This actress who's gonna play this this bubblehead. And another thing about having a cat is a cat won't leave you for a cheerleader named Buffy. George and I were gonna spend the rest of our lives together. He said I inspired him. That since you knew me, he sold more van conversions than anybody else at the showroom. Julie, it's been a month. That's three weeks longer than you went with him. <laughs> You're so right. Didn't you think it was right, Lynn? Listen to me. You are in danger of developing a very bad life pattern. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be nice about it. Hi, Dad. Joni's here to pick up the kitten. Oh, good. How are things, Joni? I'm taking your cat. What does that tell you? <laughs> so, go get it. Now I'm stuck with this lousy tattoo and it doesn't mean anything. I told you not to rush into that. Oh, strangle mm. What's wrong, Dad? Uh, it, it seems the cat has uh, wandered off. It figures. Stay cool. So, Lynn's trying to be a good friend, but she's also trying to be realistic for Joni. She's like, look, it's been a month. That's three weeks longer than you actually dated this guy. And then the, Joni's like, oh, weren't we right together, Lynn? Oh, like, what in the fuck? <laughs> Lynn's like, you need to be realistic and let this go. So they come inside and Willie's like, oh, hey, Joni, how are you doing? And she's like, I'm taking your cat. What does that tell you? I'm like, Ugh. So apparently the cat is not there and Joni's like, well, that figures. Even this cat I haven't met has already abandoned me. Elf is in Eric's bedroom as Willie is looking for Elf, wondering where that kitten went. And Elf's like, now, Eric, remember, I've been here the whole time, okay? Don't rat me out. And Elf was like, where's that cat, Elf? And Elf was like, don't ask me, Eric. I've been here the whole time, haven't I? The last hour? Right, exactly. We cut to Eric. He's like, <laughs> this adorable little baby. I want to play this clip. Where is that cat? Why are you asking me? I've been here the last hour. Isn't that right, Eric? <laughs> See? I don't have time for this. A morose teenager has come to take it home. <laughs> Do I have to tear the house apart? Don't bother. You won't find it. Why not? Because... I ate it. <laughs> I, I can't believe that you could possibly disappoint me this much. No more disappointed than I am in myself, Willie. Your punishment couldn't begin to top what I'm going through. We'll test that theory in one minute. <laughs> you may be looking at the pinata for your first birthday party. I'm out of here. So Elf says, well, you won't find the cat anywhere. I actually ate the cat. And the look of horror and fear as... Willie puts the back of his hand to his mouth like, <laughs> and 
Willie's like, I cannot believe you did this. You've disappointed me so much. He's like, an elf tells him, well, not as much as I'm disappointed in myself. No punishment you could give me would ever match what I'm feeling right now. And Willie's like, we will see about that. I'm surprised he doesn't, yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Willie leaves, and Elf's like, hey, Eric, looks like I'm going to be the pinata at your first birthday. And he takes off. So Willie comes in, breaks the news to Joni and Lynn that something's happened to the cat. Joan is Joni's like, oh, this figures. Well, at least I'll have something to talk about in group tonight because she's in therapy, which is just as well for her obsession with the car salesman that she was dating for a week. She's a high schooler and that man is probably 27 years old. Or maybe 30. I don't know. So, Willie tells Lynn that Elf actually ate the cat, and Elf comes in, and Lynn is like, don't even talk to me. I don't want to look at you. I'm so angry. One taco short of a combination plate. <laughs> what happened to the kitten? Well, it seems Elf ate it. Oh, my God. And that's just too horrible to think about. How do you know? He admitted it. I knew he was capable, but I never thought he'd actually go through with it. One thing is certain, he'll never do it again. So, the way that Lynn reacts to Elf say, or uh, Willie saying that Elf ate the cat is, you'd think that Elf actually were in the living room and they were watching Elf eat this kitten. The way that she reacts. Like, I know he... I knew he was capable. Just the idea. I just never thought he'd actually go through with it. And Willie's like, I know. But I'll tell you one thing. He will never do this again. My vision... Willie is such an angry man. And he just blows his top all the time. I'm envisioning him just beating the hell out of Elf. With, like, his hands. And just pummeling him. Which is really sad. But now we go to the garage. And we see a... Trident, cinnamon trident box. It's got like 72, what's that say? It says 72 boxes of 12. Whatever. Um, <laughs> aw, someone likes their trident cinnamon gum, which I don't blame them. That stuff's good. Like, do you know, I haven't looked at gum in a while, and I bet they still make big red gum. My grandpa loved the, um, the spearmint gum that he'd always have some gum sticks in his pocket. And we'd all, all of us kids would like line up to like get a stick of gum from him. <laughs> so I'm going to play this clip. Elf is in the garage. He's got the kitten. Willie comes in and Elf puts that box on top of the cat. So he can hide. He wants the cat. He just wants it. He loves it. This is the cat that turned him into a cat lover. And the idea of parting with said cat just breaks his heart. You really think Joni is... The, I don't know. I mean... Do you think Joni would be a good cat owner? I mean, I'm not, she might. She might be. I mean, she'll never get that chance now. She'll just move on to another car salesman, but... Look, I don't know how much time we have. So here's the plan. How soon do you think you can get on a game show? <laughs> need some money what you have a better idea <laughs> Elf. 
Alf, there you are. Daddy's in here! Is he in a good mood or a bad mood? Don't even talk to me. Guess it's that time, huh? Doesn't a condemned man get a last meal? You just had it. How about an after-dinner mint? Dad, what's that? Oh, pay no attention to the moving box. The great and powerful elf has spoken. <laughs> Don't take him away from me, Willie. He's mine. I'll do anything, please. Oh, you were telling the truth. How many times does a guy have to spit on himself before you believe him? I knew it. I knew you couldn't eat him. Then why didn't you say something? Stick up for me. What if I was wrong and you ate him? This is one of those logic puzzles, isn't it? I've never been good at those. Well, can I keep them? No. But why? Daddy obviously loves the kitten. Don't we owe it to him? Well, what do we owe him? Lynn, he, he brought these kittens into our house without asking. He tried to eat them. He, he actually sat at the dining room Dad, table. Look at him. Aww. It'll be like the son I never had. Okay, you can keep him. Yeah! Hey, you hear that little fella? Yeah! You get to stay. Oh, it's perfect. No, Willie, my mom was wrong. It is fun to play with your food. So Lynn discovers Elf in the garage. Elf puts... Oh, he says, Kitty, can you get us on a game show? We're going to need money because he wants to run away with a cat and start a new life somewhere with him and just the cat, the nameless cat. And Lynn's like, don't even talk to me, Elf. I don't even want to look at you right now. And it turns out, because the cat's under a box, and Elf's like, pay no attention to that kitten under the box. To, to that moving box, in fact. And Willie takes the box off, like, oh, it's a kitty, he's still alive. Thank you, God, thank you, Lord, thank you. Um, <laughs> and it turns out Elf was lying. He didn't eat the kitten. And Elf's like, well, why didn't you stick up for me, Lynn? And she's like, well, what if I had and you actually did eat the kitten? What that, like, well, whatever. Um, Willie's like, look, Elf, you can't keep this kitten. It's just too much temptation. And Elf, the way Elf's like, but why? But what? That reminds me of all the times I would like, but why can't I have this kitten? Why can't I have it? I'm gonna sneak it home in my bag. I actually did that. I got a kitten up from one of the wild kittens from up in the up at the farm and um because we had a cat up there that was always reproducing and I <laughs> we live like a mile away from um my grandparents' house, and I put the kitten in the bag. <laughs> just zip the bag up, and we were just going home, and I was, like, trying to, like, make small talk with my dad so he wouldn't notice. Yeah. There's what? yeah, there was one time, like, the kitten, like, I, it was outside, and I, I, like, my dad didn't know yet, and I went and put the kitten and dropped it in the lilac bush. <laughs> and my dad's like, do you think I'm stupid? You brought that cat from the that kitten from the farm. I know you just didn't wake up this morning and find it there. So Lynn's like, look, Dad, he obviously loves the kitten as Elf is holding the kitten and it's purring and you hear it. And he's like, look, kitty, you get to stay. And the kitten's like, meow. <laughs> it's just so cute. 
And then Elf's like, see, my mom was right. It is fun to play with your food. <laughs> and I'm like, not just so much the kitten for Elf, but what about the rest of the family? I mean, I know it maybe hasn't been enough time. And we never see this kitten again anyway in the show. Just like um, with different strokes. Um, Arnold's goldfish Abraham passed away and they got another black goldfish that he called Abraham Jr. in that episode. He got it, but afterwards he just started calling it Abraham again. So if anyone skipped over that episode, they just assumed that fish is alive forever. All right, so we cut to the end where Elf brings the kitten. He's wearing another, he has worn a lot of shirts. Now he's wearing a red sweatshirt, which I love red. You, you guys know I love red. He's got the kitten, and of course, Brian's there, and Brian falls in love with the kitten. He's a little hesitant at first, but he comes up with a cute name for the kitten. Where does Elf? Somewhere in this yard, your illustrious predecessor rests. At least that's what they told me. They could be lying. They're an odd family. Hi, Elf. What you doing? Hi, B. I was just showing Flipper where Lucky was buried. You named him Flipper? That's a stupid name. Yeah, that's hey, true. don't <laughs> criticize. You haven't seen him underwater. I want to name him Lucky, too. Oh, come on, Brian. You can think of something better. Brian, are you trying to tell me that you like this kitten? No. Not even just a little? Well, maybe a little. <laughs> well, maybe a lot. You know what? I think you should go inside and tell that to your folks. They like that kind of junk. You even look a little like Lucky. Same fat cheeks. Same meaty thighs. Okay, I'll come on. Same delectable aroma. Maybe I should keep him in my room. Yeah. Good idea, B. Why tempt fate? So yeah, when Elf brings the kitten into the yard, he's like telling him about his predecessor, Lucky, and how the family is kind of weird, but you'll get used to it. So Brian comes into the yard and says, hey Elf, what you doing? And Elf's like, well, I'm just showing Flipper the backyard. And Brian right away is like, Flipper, pff, that's a stupid name. Well, considering you're thinking of calling this cat Lucky too, I kind of like Flipper. This poor kitty is just mewing up a storm. At first I thought when Brian said Flipper's a stupid name, I swear I thought that kitten was starting to hiss. Like, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you call me that? My name is not stupid. It's Flipper. And now I'm Lucky too. Lucky too can be a middle name. Flipper, Lucky too, Tanner. So Brian pulls the cat out of Elf's arms and says, I'm going to name him Lucky too. And I was like, really, Brian, so you're moving on after the death of Lucky? You're really ready to, you know, welcome another cat into your life? And Brian's like, yeah, maybe. And I was like, well, why don't you go and tell your parents that? They might be glad to hear that you're not depressed over the loss of Lucky. You know, they're into that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that way you don't have to end up at a support group like Joni is at a support group right now. So, yeah. And El he puts the kitten down and elf starts looking at the cat like oh same puffy cheeks is lucky same like fat meaty thighs is lucky same delectable aroma brian of course 
he was heading out to go back into the house, but he's watching Alf. Like, okay, this kitten's coming with me. He's going to stay in my room. You will not touch him or smell him or any of that stuff. You are not going to be in the same presence as this kitten. I mean, if people want to get another pet and call it, this is Simba 2 or this is Simba 43 or Simba 7 or something like that. It's like, I mean, the, the animal's not going to get really anything out of it, but I mean, it's not, but... I mean, London looks just like Alfie, and I remember when I got, I asked to get London, I had to call twice to Jeremy, and he always brings this up all the time, like, almost on a daily basis at this point. Like, remember you called, two phone calls, you called me twice, and you begged, and I'm like, and you said yes. <laughs> but, and London looks like Alfie. And I still find myself kind of comparing and kind of like, oh, well, Elfie was doing this at this time, and London does And that's not fair to London. That's not fair to him, because he's not Elfie. I really wish I had gotten London neutered when I did, though. I, I really can't. It's, it's, it's hard. Having, and now he's three, you really can't. And I put it off just because his, um, his whatnots were not completely formed, so... Them to breaks, I guess. I just deal with a horny rabbit all the time. <laughs> but this was a cute, cute episode. I loved it. I love rewatching this episode. We'll never see Lucky 2 again, slash Flipper. So I'm sure that uh, he'll just stay forever in Brian's room. And that is the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I had fun with this episode, watching the little kitty cats. And, of course, we got a little uh, a little surprise with Emily Schulman, who played Harriet. She was also in a um, quick shot of um, season three, I believe it is, of The Wonder Years. She played a classmate of Kevin's when they were talking about obituaries and stuff like that. So, yeah, fun, fun, fun. I hope you're not offended by the way I talked about Joni. She's just, uh, she's, she's like the character, well, I definitely would put her miles ahead of the character Angela Heathers from, for Mr. Belvedere, so. All right. Well, have a wonderful holiday weekend. I hope it's good weather for you. It's good weather here so far. So, and as I say, with the fourth coming up, please be safe. You're going on the water, please wear a life jacket. If you're gonna use fireworks, use them with caution. And if you're a Stranger Things fan, you'll probably be spending the fourth, like myself, watching Stranger Things 3 on Netflix. So, yay! I'm so excited. Okay, <laughs> have a good day, everybody.